Welcome to Quick Talk. Hey guys, welcome back to Quick Talk. Um, I think the last few days, um, maybe my voice sounds a bit different or this, the mic sounds a bit more um, loud, maybe. Because recently, or the last few days, I've had the sort of the feed or the gain of the microphone kind of low, um, which means it is a little bit annoying. Um, my idea with doing it is so I can get closer to the microphone, but then it becomes a little bit annoying because I have to actually be really close to the microphone sometimes. And um, yeah, I just prefer <laughs> if it's either um too loud or too um i don't know like not loud <laughs> fucking hell uh yeah i'd rather it for it to be a little bit louder and then people would probably just reduce the reduce the volume um <clears throat> it does pick up more voice from the outside which was the whole point of me doing which is another benefit of you know increasing the gain of the microphone but now i can uh, I don't have to like m- like I don't have to have my face basically move towards the microphone like yes it doesn't have to be too close so I can just sit upright on my chair and also like um, if I do have the voice a bit low uh, because I have to get a bit closer like my I wouldn't say my back hurts but it does kind of like aches because I'm you know I'm just you know sort of arching t- towards the front also, I make a lot of noises with my chair when I do that because I do feel uncomfortable. So yeah, I'm just increasing the gain. You are gonna hear a bit of, you know, like sound from, for example, my PC or like, um, for example, if my I have a notification on my phone, maybe I should have put it a silent before starting this. Yes, there we go. Um, yeah, this is a quick talk episode. <clears throat> I didn't want to continue talking about the. I didn't have a plan to continue yesterday's like conversation uh, with another like long podcast, but uh, I've decided to delay that part. I guess because um, I'm re- I really want to get a guest on, and this is one of my mates who uh, who would want to be in, and who want to join me. Um, probably I'll go to his house or he goes to my house or wh- or wherever. Um, probably one of our houses imagine us doing a podcast in the library <laughs> just in the middle of the library these two guys is talking to microphone uh i hope he has another microphone not gonna lie it's not something that we've talked about in depth it's just like oh, i have a microphone and he, he actually loves podcasts as well and he's recorded a few of them but just never releases them um that's why he was is very interested to come in uh, and do this with me, I guess. It's also a lot easier as well to do longer podcasts. Uh, I mean, like I said, it's, you know, what people always say, it's quality over quantity. But I don't know, it's just, I'd rather have a longer, like my favorite podcasts are a little bit, are those that, that are a bit longer, um, probably an hour and a half or two hours. Not really, you know, and it, those kind of, that kind of length, it's kind of hard to do alone. It's very hard to do alone, to be honest. And yeah, I'd rather 
you know and that topic that i do want to talk about which is growing up in australia especially as a foreigner as well um he's he, he's also um i wouldn't i wouldn't say he's a, he is a foreigner basically he wasn't born in he wasn't born in uh, australia he's not australian uh i mean he is australian technically like he has a australian passport or whatever but he's not you know born and bred in australia um he's a second generation or first generation australian i guess um yeah i'm not really going to tell you where he's from and stuff like that just in case he doesn't want me to say that's why also why i'm not saying his name yeah but i mean i guess you know his sex, uh, his you know his gender <laughs> uh but yeah he's i would love to have him on and i would rather save that topic with someone else uh rather than just talk about it on my own i guess it would be a lot more interesting with two people talking about that kind of topic so i was like mm, let's do a quick talk episode rather than having you know two long episodes in two de- in two consecutive days uh my plan is to have one long one and one uh, shorter one which is the longer one being middle class podcast and then the shorter one being the um the quick talk uh, I was. <laughs> I want to say the quick talk podcast, but it doesn't. If it doesn't uh, really rhyme, I mean, middle class and cast. Does it rhyme? What is the meaning of rhyming? Because sometimes it it means like if it sounds similar, right? Uh, rhyme meaning to correspondence of sound between. Oh, uh, is that does that mean? It has to sound the same rhythm. Balloon with moon. Uh, little boy blue, come blow your horn. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> corn grow, row, water after. Class and cast. Ah, uh, I'll just say it rhymes. <laughs> uh, if it doesn't rhyme or doesn't sound similar to cast. Uh, I don't want to have it in my, on the in the beginning, or I don't want to have that name in f- uh, b- before the the name podcast. So I just say call, call it quick talk, and that actually that is actually something that I make mistakes of often. Like <laughs> I would start a podcast and be like being like, oh, I would start the quick talk this one. Uh, I think twice already. <laughs> I said quick talk podcast, and I was like, shit. So I just deleted that file and then redo another one i guess and yeah this is the uh quick talk um i did promise uh on the first on the first quick talk that i was gonna talk about my love and hate for my favorite uh soccer team or football team Uh, i'm just gonna call it fucking soccer because we're you know i'm in australia and we call um football soccer over here uh, so <laughs> I'm just gonna call it soccer. My favorite soccer team is Manchester United, and soccer is um, arguably my favorite sport. Arguably my favorite sport. Um, it's the one that I really, really follow. It's the one where I would, you know, like Man United jerseys. I would buy every season. Uh, there were a few seasons that I missed because for some reason there was a huge hike in price of jerseys. And that, like, back in high school, you know, like, $100 for a shirt is, like, what the fuck? That is so fucking exorbitant. Like, that's so expensive. So, I, for, like, a few years, I'd never got a, you know, Man United jersey. I was, like, 
could have bought a game with that. Fucking hell. Rather just buy the game than the jersey. And the jerseys are always... One thing I hate about jerseys is that you can't really wash them that often. And the print with the sponsors and stuff, it's not stitched. That's why I love buying like American sports. Um, there are some American sports jerseys that is not stitched, but usually it is stitched, meaning that you can you know wash it um, and won't you know fuck up the sponsor or like the Adidas logo, or whatever. Uh, before with jerseys and stuff, especially Adidas and Nike, they always this is especially with Adidas. They usually always stitch the Adidas logo. Um, I think they still do it now. Uh, but there was a period um, when I bought like I was I bought a jersey. It wasn't a Man United jersey. It was a funny funnily enough, it was a Chelsea jersey. I don't know why I was wearing. That that was the thing. There was a period in my life that I was wearing jerseys of other teams, uh, which is weird because I would <laughs> never wear a jersey, especially if it's a rival. I guess if I can, I can you know I can wear a jersey like a Barcelona jersey or a Real Madrid jersey or what I mean fucking hate Real Madrid I wouldn't never wear their jersey um like I bought a jersey from when I went to Prague um so Sparta uh, Sparta Praha they have a soccer team over in Prague and I bought their jersey um to me and also wear that wear it sometimes and I don't mind wearing that because it's it's just a small team in Prague I guess uh, I'm in Czech Republic, I guess so. Ne- de- never, never really bothered me, but I don't know. <laughs> it's like I would, uh, I would see like old pictures of myself, and I was wearing a Chelsea jersey. I'm like, why? Um, to my love and hate for Man United, I've, I've been a huge, I've been a huge, huge fan since 2007. It's between 2007 and eight. Uh, I feel like it's 2008, but. <laughs> when I when people ask, I always add. I always say two thousand seven, uh, <laughs> just just to make it sound like I've been a fan for a longer period of time, I guess. Uh, but two thousand seven, two thousand eight. That's when I started lo- loving Man United. Why did I choose Man United? Because at the time, Man United was fucking good, um, and also my like a lot of my family members were fans of Man United. Man United's really big um, in Indonesia as well. Uh, one of the biggest clubs, uh, apart from like Liverpool and Arsenal, um, but Man United is a really big club. A lot of my friends are fans of Man United, and I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I'm the biggest fan in the world. I feel like because it's I don't know, like it's not because I feel like if you're like a huge huge fan, you would watch every single game. Um, no matter no matter the um, condition or no matter what's happening, even even if we're really shit, they still watch it. Um, I can't, man. Number one, I can't be us watching because we're so boring, man. It's not like we're shit but entertaining. It's like shit but boring. And I'm like, I don't have. It's not that I don't have a lot of spare time. I guess I have too much spare time, but. Uh, I'd rather just do something more productive than than not being entertained, uh, and that's why the last the last few years has been probably the hardest years of being a Man United fan. I feel like last year was okay. In the beginning of the season, we we were really good, but then uh, we I mean we got second place, but we didn't really win anything. And a lot of the games we played, we were 
playing that fucking shitty ass tactic. We were so boring. Uh, but we were second place. I guess that's the only good thing about last year. Like we lost the FA Cup final. Uh, um, were we in the champ? Yeah, we were in the Champions League. Uh, we got knocked out right away against was it Sevilla? Yeah, Sevilla. Uh, shit, fucking game. We lost. Um, I think we drew in the first game uh, away, and then we lost the game at home. Uh, to me, that was when everything was going down. Oh, fucking hell, man. Is this, like, the state of the club, like, six years ago? Five or six, like, six, seven years ago. We were, we were like, the best team in 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 England. Uh, and probably, like, when I was into Man United, which is 2007 to 2008, we were the best team in the world at that point. You know, we had Ronaldo, we had Rooney, we had Tevez, we had... A skull, we had Carrick, we have Vidic, we have Ferdinand, all these guys like Van der Sar. Um, we were like on the top of the world, and we're still a big club now. And there's no, um, yeah, it's just right now we just suck, man. Which is the thing is, the thing that frustrates me is that we do have money to spend, and other than last year, I mean, like, the beginning of this season, where, where we only bought, like, two guys. We only spent, like, $60 million, uh, which, you know, is doesn't sound... It sounds a lot, but um, when you talk about the other team, teams, like Liverpool, City, all those teams, like, dude, it's peanuts. City spent $260 million in the year they they won the league last, last season. This season as well, but they didn't buy... They only bought a few players. I think their net spend was... I think they even made a profit. I think they also sold a, a lot of players. Um, they didn't buy that much, that many players this uh, this season. They don't really need to, I guess. <laughs> uh, that team is so good. Probably the best team ever. Uh, this, this City team, the best team... Definitely the best team in Europe. They were just unlucky. I feel like they should have won. They should have gone to the finals. I mean, they should have gone to the Champions League finals. Should have just swept Tottenham um, off, but they didn't. Um, yeah, they're definitely the best team in Europe right now. Maybe even the best team ever in English history. Dude, like the players that they have, there's, apart from the left-back, and pro- apart from the probably the left-back and the right-back, even left-back, uh, they got that kid Zinchenko, I think. And he's not a big name, but he's been, you know, pretty good for... A bit. Apparently, every time he plays, like, the team wins. Um, seems like a very good player, very good. Um, it's just he's very young, I guess. That's the worry of it. And also, probably the right back is... Because Kyle Walker is a 29, 20... He's, he's aging. Um, still one of the best left back, uh, right backs uh, in the league, but he's, a, he's getting uh, older now. And and the part the thing with City is that they can just buy anyone, man. Not only like before, I think a few years ago, there were they always uh, they had a lot of money. Um, then, by the way, like if you don't know anything about soccer or any, I'm sorry, but I just want to make a episode, quick episode about soccer. But before the like, City has only been good in the last ten 
years probably when they got bought by I think his name is Nasser oh, let me let me do, uh, I don't by this uh, guy from United Arab Emirates uh, this basically prince I guess the uh, Mansur bin Zayed Al Nahyan yeah he's worth 4.9 billion dollars Emirati royal um I think his family is like the uh, most Yes, uh, his family is like the most uh, the rich. There's the richest family or something. Uh, yeah, owners, City Football Group. Yeah, I mean, in general, they have fucking tons of money to spend. They, they think they've spent what a few billion, I think, uh, the last few years. Um, yeah, they they definitely have bought a lot of money and I'm not criticizing them for buying that many players I guess but I mean it's a team without a history I'm supposed to hate on them but I'm also it's easy for me to not become biased obviously if you're not a big team and the only way for you to become a big team is to buy players but it's not that they've also just been buying players they've been buying the right players um, nowadays, there's so many teams who would buy players, but then in a year or two, doesn't work out, they sell them. Uh, that city has done that a few times, but like the the main, basically the squad is based out like on really good investments. Like I think none of them are. There's a few graduates from uh, the Man City team, but the youth team. But most of the players, like 2018, 2017, like these are really new players. Uh, <laughs> but they've bought the right players, man. And that's extremely important because um, it's easy for you to just, you know, give money away and spend a lot of money on players. But the, the thing is, they've done, they've bought the correct players. And the players are now, like David Silva, Sergio Aguero, all these guys, like, They've been basically the backbone of the team. And it goes to show, like, if you buy the the correct players, like, it doesn't matter how much you spend on them, but um, you bought the right players, and now they're, you know, very good because of that. They always buy... Not only do they have a lot of money, this is what's scary with Man City, is that not, not only do they have a lot of money, but they also know which players to spend on, to spend their money on. And even though they have a lot of money as well, They've not broken any transfer records. The most expensive is Riyad Mahrez, which is sixty million. Uh, I mean, compare that to PSG, where they've spent like two hundred million pounds on Neymar, and um, they've spent a lot collectively, like uh, like four or five players, which totals to like two hundred, two hundred fifty million. But they've never bought one guy for like a lot of money. Uh, that may change, you know. In but right now, that team, wow, like that. I would only there's only one or two guys who can like legit become a starter. I guess that left back. They do have the guy Mendy, Benjamin Mendy. They spent fifty two million pounds on. Um, he's been injured a lot, and before that, I think when he was in Monaco, before he was he before he moved, like fucking hell, he's only had twenty two games the last. In the last two seasons for City, in the first season he only had eight games, fuck, because of the injury as well. Um, he's only twenty-four though this year. Or he's twenty-five this year, I guess. But 
apart from that, last few years, he, there's they haven't made any bad investments. Probably the the uh, the worst one is Mendy, but he's just been injured. Un, you know, he's just been un, unlucky. Even the guy like Fernandinho, uh, where at the, at the time a lot of people were like, what? Who is this guy again? And now he's one of their best players as a player that they've fucking counted on um, year to year. And that's my thing with Man United, is that we don't have the uh, we do have a lot of money. We probably have the second or third most money to spend basically every year but we never buy the correct we never get the correct players and we the the players that we would buy we would just overspend on them man like guys like Lukaku and stuff we bought for 75 million now it's like oh fuck we gotta sell him Sanchez you know he's earning what half a half a mil a week something like that and we barely played him like he's shit he's shit now um, and that never happens with City. Like when when City buys, they buy the correct player for the right money, and they've produced. And that's what we really need to do. Like, it's frustrating. It's not gonna take a year. Like, it's not gonna be like a one season thing to me. Man United. To me, if we can make top four next year, that would be great. Um, to me, uh. uh that guy from United Stand, what's his name? Mark Goldbridge on United Stand on YouTube. He said it the best. Like, it's not going to take a year. It's probably going to take two, three years for us to go back. Uh, we've been sort of in a re- rebuilding period in the last six years. That's the most... That's the thing. That's why it's so frustrating for us. It's it's not because... It's not like it's been a year or two and then we're shit. It's just been... It's been like six years, man. We've been shit for six years. Which is frustrating as hell because just the level where where we were like, we were Premier League champions. We were in like Champions League finals, and we 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 were winning shit. And now, and now we're shit. <laughs> um, it's this is so disheartening, you know. Uh, especially as a huge you know Man United fan, it's f- fucking frustrating uh, that we're always we sort of been the the banter club, I guess, last six years. And it's not, we've won things, but I've n- I don't I don't remember us being consistent for a whole year. Uh, and to me, that was the that's the main. We're we're very good at times, and there was a period of this year where we were we were really really good, um, but then suddenly it all went down, <laughs> downhill. Uh, yeah, man, we need like eight nine new players. That's that's just the bottom line. We need. We need eight nine new players. Obviously, we're not gonna spend. Uh, now probably not eight to nine. Like right now, uh, we have a few decent players. Like I would say, Shaw's good. Uh, Lindelof's good. Uh, Pogba, if he stays, I mean, like he's a bit up and down, but at the end of the day, he is a world class player. I can't, you know, knock him. Um, Rashford's good. Martial, when he can be bothered, is world, may not world class, but he's really, really good. Um, but that's it. Like, Herrera's gone. Matic is shit. Uh, Lindelof doesn't have a good partner. Right back, young, he's shit. De- like, De Gea has been shit this year. Um, not shit, but he's like, uh, he's been very inconsistent this year. Which is very unlike De Gea, because De Gea is usually 
He's <laughs> he's the only good player we usually have, and now in this season he's shit. Uh, that's not that's when you know we it were really bad when our best player, I guess, our only world class player, one one of our only two board well fucking hell world class players, is shit. Yeah, we need like like out of four or five guys, they only mentioned five guys who are decent, so that means we need six players, <laughs> and no way we're gonna get six players in one in one year. I feel like we need about eight or nine, and. We're gonna get the thing is why I say eight or nine. It's because one of one or, one or two of them might flop. Uh, would probably f- flop or maybe not. Um, it doesn't achieve our expectations. I guess that's why I say eight or nine. So at least um, if one or two guys f- flop, then we still have a few players that we can count on that we bought. And it's not gonna take a year. It's gonna take two years minimum. Uh, we're probably gonna get four or five players this year, and then four or five players, or three or four players next year, and that's the that's how we have to. And we don't like don't. The thing is, if we don't fire the manager, like when we fire the manager, we're just gonna have to redo the whole thing, the whole process, and you know that's what that's why we've been shit. It's just because we've been firing managers. Um, not gonna lie, it's been managers that we maybe we should have rather than getting a decent manager or a manager who's going on who's like on the down should have just gone like someone like Pep Guardiola or someone very good from the start rather than gambling or getting managers who are used who's used to be good but now not that great or just get someone who we can count on uh Sokja. um I do have doubts in him now at least in that period when he we were winning I was I was very excited for him to get the manager managerial position, but now it's sort of like, ooh, do you do you, do you got it? Like it's it's not his players, and there's a lot of dead wood. I'm not, I'm definitely not blaming it on him per se, but he needs to deliver next season. I'm I, like I'm saying he doesn't don't fire the managers, but unless he's doing really really badly, like don't do it. We should have bought. The problem is we should have bought players last season, and now we have so much pressure for this transfer window and next transfer window. I mean, if at least we covered three or four, if we bought like two or three other players, at this uh, last season we we probably have less players to buy this season because because now everything, like people already um, connecting, or saying that if we don't do well this transfer window we don't buy players or don't buy the correct players like if we buy fucking gareth bale the dude's 29 man don't like we don't need him we don't need him get a sancho get a pepe get someone we can you know someone young someone who we can sort of mold into a good player um um if we can buy four or five, I reckon four is a good number. I would say I would think five is a bit much, um, especially with the directors we have. It's kind of hard to get five players, but four players it would be, it would be the minimum. <laughs> if we buy two, one, two, three, I'm like nah. Get, oh maybe three is okay, but 
Really though, you need four guys, man. Especially with Herrera gone. Damn. We need we definitely need a center back. Center back, right back, defensive mid midfielder. Either right wing or or box to box midfielder. That's what we need, man. Or just midfielder in general. I don't think it has to be box to box. Because Fred is a bit of a box to box midfielder. But he, he's just been shit this year, not gonna lie. Um my my picks for who we should sign. Um if it's four guys with the right back, we need to get um one Bissaka. One Bissaka or Munir. Munir would be a lot cheaper than one Bissaka, I think because his contract is running out. And Munir Munia is placed for PSG, a big team, so you know, uh, some some <laughs> something good, I guess. Um, one one Bissaka though, he's he's been terrific this year, and he does play for the Premier League. But the thing is, he's gonna cost us a lot of money because he's young and he's English, and he he is a little a little bit more risky, and he's gonna cost us more. So I guess Munia would be the mo- the thing. The player that makes sense to get, that makes a bit more sense to get. So Munia uh, would be my choice for right back, centre back, uh, Kulibali man. Um, the only problem with Kulibali is he's twenty eight, mm, but he's arguably the best centre back in in Serie A and definitely one of the best centre backs in the world. Um, I would love to, us to sign Delit, but. Um, I don't think it's very likely just because he's like, why the fuck would I move to, you know, Europa League, Man United? Um, I think he would be my number one choice, but realistically, the best guy we can get is probably someone like Koulibaly, who is very good, world-class defender, but he is a bit older. Uh, my other choice would have been Skriniar from Inter Milan, but apparently he just got a new contract, I think. And there's no way we can get him uh, after that. Maybe we can like pay over the odds just to get him, but uh, how much would that cost? Uh, I think Koulibaly would be around 80, 90 million. That's what people are saying. Munia would be around 20, 25. Apparently, that's how much he's going to cost. Uh, defensive midfielder, the guy uh, Thomas Partey from Atletico Madrid. Um, he would be someone that, be- also because of his contract as well, he has a release clause of 52 million euros, I think, this, uh, this uh, summer transfer window. So, um, there you go. I feel like we that's the kind of players we should really sign or we should really look into. Just because, I'm not saying we should get second or third alternatives, but we need just need to get solid players or very good players who don't who won't cost, cost us a, a limb and a leg. Just so we can fo- um, focus on other areas where it's going to cost us a lot of money like a center back and right wing to me that would especially a center back nowadays because there's not that many good center backs that's why prices for center backs right now are fucking crazy like van dyke for 75 million pounds he's worth he's he's worth it but you know 75 million pounds jesus so part day would be a good choice and then i would sign bruno fernandez it's apparently apparently going to go for around 70 to 80 million pounds. Um, with him and Pogba in the, in the midfield, like Partey, Pogba, and then Fernandez, I think that's going to be brilliant. Because um, the thing with Pogba is that, if, to me, that like so, signing someone like Fernandez is going to free up Pogba a lot. 
um, because the problem with Pogba right now is that even if he's on the field, he's always going to get double teamed. He's always the, basically the, the center of attention, basically, and then he would pass it to another player, but then that player doesn't have the same um, playmaking ability and passing ability. So someone Bruno Fernandez, I think he has like over twenty goals and over twenty assists this season. Something he has. I mean, he does play for the um, Portuguese league, but we got we got Cristiano Ronaldo from the Portuguese league, so there's nothing wrong with that. Um, Eighty-five million Bruno Fernandez, twenty goals, thirteen assists. That that would be lovely. And finally, last player. Uh, if we can get him, is probably either Nicolas Pepe or Jaden Sancho at right wing. But apparently, we're gonna sign uh, Daniel James from Swansea, uh, who has who does have promise. I've seen him a bit of because of the whole uh, because of rumors and stuff. The rumors about him, I was interested. Like, dude, can he play? Uh, he, he does have decent um, something. You know, he does have something on him. But it's he's still very young, right? He's still a very young player. Mm, I don't know why internet's a bit slow today. Um, he's only 21. He's played 30, 33 matches. Like I said, it's <laughs> he's he's from Swansea, I guess. But you know, I mean, he's a he's a winger, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's a winger, and if he looks this decent and you know, people, you know, Sokja and the team basically agrees that he's the kind of player we would need probably for the future. I guess that would, wouldn't be a bad signing. The thing is, we can't sign five players. Like, we can't sign those four that I said, plus, like, a Pep, Nicolas Pepe or Jadon Sancho, because cause those four players already... If Bruno Fernandes goes for a round... Let's say Fernandes and, Bruno Fernandes and Koulibaly would cost us around 170, let's say. Uh, Munia would be like 20 so that would be 190 sorry Koulibaly and um, <coughs> sorry Fernandez would probably cost us 170 million Munia would cost us around 20 so that would be around 20 25 million so let's say 300 that's already 200 and then plus Thomas Partey for around 52 million euros so that's around 45 million pounds I think 45 to 50 million pounds so that's 250 already we're not gonna spend 350 million i mean i hope we do if we find that those five players i think we would have a decent chance next season i would even say top i wouldn't say we were gonna win the league uh, but top two or top three with those five players but if we just sign those four and then like a daniel james someone for the future i think top four should be what we're what we should aim for especially with basic over 270 million uh that we spent on five players and then next season and then we, that's when we get like the big boys that's when we can get uh whoever's good uh in two years but like people are saying we're buying strikers we're buying this we're buying that i feel like we should you know plug the the holes that we need which is right now right back center back um right back center back and the midfielder at least at least, uh, like, I really want a defensive midfielder. That's the top three. Defensively, we're shit. So, I mean, attacking-wise, we're also shit. But I think defensively, we're even worse. So we need to plug that up. Plug plug that up. And then, any any player is a bonus. I hope. I mean, I guess. But I, I really want three defensive-minded players, and then like one more, like, 
maybe not necessarily defensive minded, but just defensive players, which is the center back, right back, and a CDM defensive midfielder. And then I want at least one, at least one like creative guy, at least one guy who can help us offensively. Um, that's very that's some someone that we need. And then anyone else is a bonus, I guess. I think that's it with the uh, whole Man United <laughs> quick rant of Man United. We just need a manager we can count on the next few years and not sack him. Just stay with him. And yeah, and buy also buy the right players. We need to buy the right players with the right attitudes as well. Okay. That's it with quick talk. Uh, might see you tomorrow, guys. Uh, or might not. <laughs> Uh, I might not, can't, um, you know, there's a possibility that I couldn't be asked to do an episode tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, see you guys later. Have a good night.